<laughs> right off behind me. It's too, it's, it makes it fuzzy. I had to go get a whole nother phone. It died. It's like, whoop, nothing happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We got it together. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an honor and a pleasure talking to the legendary MC Shan Queens Bridge. My man, it, this is truly an honor. Welcome to Conversations, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, and happy birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, you got MC Shan in the house tonight. <laughs> it was my birthday yesterday, and I turned 57, and I'm glad from where I come from. No, How's everybody tonight? Look, see, I, we could have got on earlier, but you know, Shizzle had to divide his time. I had to be daddy. I cook spaghetti. My son, they like daddy spaghetti. So I had, you know, oh, yo, Jeff, listen, tell him 930. I'll be good because I had to do what, you know what I'm saying? Shizzle's day is like a real person's day. I got to cook. I got to do this. I got to, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. the whole key to success is dividing your time. And I learned that late in life. When Ooh. I was younger, all I wanted to do was grind, 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 and neglecting the family life, trying to fucking think that just me making money was sufficient enough to keep the family tight. You mm. know what I'm saying? You yeah. gotta fucking know how to divide this time because you can lose a lot of shit just fucking going after money that's gonna be gone one day any motherfucking way. You know what I'm saying? And you lose the most important fucking keys to your life. So I'm at that age now where I've learned some things. That's what's up. That's what's up. Since we started there, let's take it back to your childhood, okay, Shan? Because like I said, conversations, it's about the culture. You know what I'm saying? Right. What, what I want to know is what inspired you to even get into music? Like, like what triggered that for you? What triggered that for me was when this music came out, I was there. We didn't have our own music. Well, all we listened to was what our mamas played on Sundays when they was cleaning the house. We didn't have nothing that we could put on and we enjoyed that. We either had to wear uh, oh my friends. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. some Al Green, you know what I mean? <laughs> Melvin, you know what I'm saying? Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. But that was the predecessor to hip hop. All the things that we heard from our mothers, Oh, I remember that break loop and that. We go back and we sample that. Right. And that became the hip hop because now we done took your music, ma, uh, and made our own thing out of it. You know what I'm saying? So me, it was just a natural progression. I was there when it started hungry for the music that was created for us. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I was, and there was people like Melly Mel and Grandmaster Cass that when I was younger, just getting in this game, I never knew that my name would ever be mentioned in sentences along with theirs. And that's yeah. what tripped me out because, yo, these are cats that I grew up with and idolized them. But what they showed me and what they taught me and what they made me want to be mm -hmm. now makes my name synonymous with theirs. No doubt, no doubt. Now, as you start becoming an MC, right, who were some of the local cats that kind of influenced you that, that most people probably never even heard of? There was T.J. Swan. Remember, I came up in the bridge, so it, we used to have park jams with the, with the disco twins, Bob Lee, and all of them used to bring their sets out. And so we had MCD, you know what I'm saying? We had uh, T.J. Swan. And yeah. Bar Sean, my man Bar Sean, what Bar, let me say this in public, my man. I think because you used to hang out uptown or you used to come to the Queens where all the fly rhymes. I think you used to be saying some of them uptown rhymes and we didn't know. You pulled the Sugar Hill Gang on Queensbridge, yo. Y'all know Barshawn is my man. He still run with the Furious Five to this day. He be on tour with Scorp and Mel all the time. Barshawn. You know, we used to call him Rapper G. See, girl, raping, motivate, and ping, zapping, finger snapping, girl, bumping, chick. Really doing good, you see? I can still hear him saying this in my ear to this day. Wow. That's how much of an influence that Barshawn 
and the rest of these cats had on me. I could still hear it, you know? Like yeah. if he was saying it on the mic, standing it right next to me. So, so let me ask you this. What was your very first rhyme that you got comfortable with spitting in front of a crowd? I never worried about that. I grew up spitting freestyles on the bench, and we battle anybody. Mm. I probably made, I probably wrote more diss records in hip hop that I didn't say, but then I got my own catalog of diss records on people. But <laughs> I done probably wrote more of the diss records. I done wrote a record, the Steady B's first record, Take Your Radio. I wrote that. Really? Yeah, I ain't give a uh, man, please. Any rapper didn't matter. Bring that, yo. Bring that juice crew all day. I was <laughs> raised under Mr. Magic. You can't fish, yo. You can't fish. And Ty used to put us in spots, right? Mm -hmm. Where cats be talking about, I do this, I do that. And Ty say, yo, you think you you think you ill? Shan, G-Rap, King. Show them what. And we had to rhyme on the spot. And so if you couldn't mess with the Juice Crew, my nigga, you couldn't join. Because you had the likes of Big Daddy Kane, Biz Marquee, all fucking cool G rap. You know what I'm saying? Master Ace. All, yo, Craig G, what are you talking about? Roxanne Shantae, she doesn't even have to be mentioned because she's the all superior eye-seeing queen that stands at the top of the Juice Crew pyramid. So we all bow down to that. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, Appreciate y'all for checking in with us. Let me hold up. Let me put my glasses on. I ain't even going to try in front like I'm a nigga I can see. Y'all know I keep that shit 1,000. Fuck that. I want to see what the people are saying and shit like that. And if, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not married. Uh, am. I used to be married, but fuck that. All of them didn't understand the game that I was on and shit like, yo, my kids is most important. You think because I'm getting money, I'm out here fucking bitches. I ain't got no time for that shit. Nigga, if you look, and if I did fuck with a bitch, excuse me for saying that, guess what? She gonna come home with me and she gonna take you to the nail salon. She gonna take get your hair done. She gonna buy us a house that she live in her shit. That's the nigga I am. I ain't trying to motherfucker fuck some pussy, my nigga. Ain't nobody coming up off no motherfucking pussy. Shit. <laughs> That's what's up. So tell me, how, how did you link up with Molly Maul, man? Molly Maul was the nigga in Queensbridge. What's up, Heaven's Angel? Look, Molly Maul was the nigga in Queensbridge. Remember, he put Shantae on. So now I got to sit here and I got to figure out, well, damn, how am I going to get Molly Maul to recognize me and put me on? So I went and wrote Molly Scratch. I went and did Molly Scratch. But see, Shantae, we grew up together on the benches, rhyming and shit like that. So it was a natural that when Shantae was on and Shan made Molly Scratch, Shantae took me on tour with her. Now imagine this, Shantae was the biggest shit on the fucking planet. The right. biggest shit. A 14-year-old girl singing songs in clubs that she wasn't even fucking legal enough to get the fuck in yet. But her shit was so hot, the motherfucking police and all the fire marshals and every nigga that write a ticket did like that. <laughs> we don't see that y'all she the hottest shit ever everywhere yeah. she took me on motherfucking tour look 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 what you said what you said Mr. Fox you remember this you remember see so I ain't telling no shit what up DJ Cassville bait for your face nigga I don't know if I'm gonna make it to your first joint bait for your face right that's my man uh -huh. he, he came and interviewed me right but now he fight but if you motherfucking look at him, he looked like a fucking baby motherfucking Mayweather and shit. When he was interviewing niggas, I said, no, you know you look like Mayweather, right? <laughs> so, nigga, you better knock that nigga out in your first motherfucking fight and follow your motherfucking face sick because you look like that nigga. All right? You better knock that motherfucker out. I'd love to be there, but you know me. I got kids and I got whistles and I got shit to do. There it is. So you, you, you out there with uh, Shantae. At what point did you right. start putting your album together? All of that matured naturally. Mm -hmm. We didn't know, Tyrone didn't know how to manage. Molly didn't know how to produce. Molly was a producer on a, a, a radio DJ. 
No, none of us knew what the fuck we were doing back then. When I came out, there was 25 of us, right? Okay. You could count the whole motherfucking industry on your hands and toes, the MC lights, the Naughty by Nature, the, you know what I'm saying? You could count us. Matter of fact, let's not even get into light and lit. They came after us. But when it was the Dougie Freshers and, and, and uh, Run DMCs and, and, and Houdinis and all that, there was 25 of us flying around the country doing all these shows, right? But nowadays, there's 25 million of you motherfuckers. <laughs> and every man, it's, it seems like they they lacking a lot of skill. Like they don't take pride in the skill right now or something. And look, if you or I was to even try and check them on that, yo, let's talk about skill. They would call us haters, right? right. But the word hater was made so niggas wouldn't talk about them. But I don't study men, so I couldn't give a fuck about them. I said, fuck y'all and up my game. QB is where I'm from, nigga. What's my name? That's your shit. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. <laughs> so, if we tell y'all niggas about skills and we telling you, you whack, nigga. Your shit is whack, nigga. Oh, y'all niggas is too old. I have never seen a genre of music that tells guys like you and myself that we don't know. Motherfucker, we created this shit. Right. Made a lane for you little young niggas to get money. So, how the fuck? But that's what they do to black people when they make us feel. Well, they don't make me feel that way because I'm quick to tell you, fuck you, you little nigga. You better move. Nigga, yeah. I still roast you at this fucking age. Talk about what you want with your little motherfucking repeat. Nigga, yo, one little 16 bars, you done repeated like eight words 30 times. Nigga, you ain't got no substance, nigga. Let me show you. She used to tell me that she loved me all the time. Nigga, I'll tell your life story. Nigga, shut the fuck up and sit down. <laughs> Man, I, I just remember when Down by Law dropped, I was like, this nigga is killing it, man. And and to me, that that's one of them classic records that really don't get enough love, in my opinion. When people talk about classics, Down by Law, to me, was a blueprint for a lot of MCs after you. Now, let me tell you what happened with that, right? See, when I came in, I came in after Melly Mel's. I took what I learned from Melly Mel and them, right? And I fucking turned it into the all of his beats, the smooth shit, right? Right. So now I fall in an era where shit was being conjured and put together and molded, right? So mm -hmm. what I did was took niggas from raw and yelling on the mic. Da -da 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 -da, to smooth fucking all of his beats, she used to tell me that she loved my era is overlooked because I was in that transition of changing shit. I made it cool for Big Daddy to Kane to sound like he sound. I made it cool for Rakim to sound like he sound. Because before me, we well, we got a few predecessors before me, Spoonie G to rhyme smooth and shit, but your words wasn't as ill and as intricate. As what Big Daddy Kane and Rakim was looking for. Nigga, before that, all you was looking at is yelling. Rock You're the bells. LL was before me. You know what I'm saying? And so in the end of the day, I changed the game to where it made it cool for people like Kane. It made it cool for brothers like Rakim to do what they do. And I remember being in the studio. I recorded Rakim's first record, right? And Molly would give me instructions to come out and tell Ra to tell Ra. And I'd tell Ra, and Ra, he got to the point, he's like, yo, golf, nobody <laughs> ain't tell you to do what you do, right? Now, artist to artist, basically, he was telling, telling me, kiss my ass, shut the fuck up, nigga, it's my thing. All right? What you saying is a beautiful thing. But it's not my thing. And when a nigga tell you that, you got to respect it. So all I said was, you know what, Ra? Boom. What came out? Check out my melody. Eric B for president. You dig what I'm saying? Because we laughed at that. But me being an egotistical rapper, I didn't know that he was innovating something. Just like I innovated something, I didn't see that he was making an innovation of his own. And so 
Rod told me, shut the fuck up in so many words. I shut the fuck up and just recorded them and played the piano on that shit. Dee -doo, dee -doo. All right, Rod, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> and we laugh about this because let me tell you something, because me and Molly would go in the room and laugh and snicker like, what the fuck is this nigga? We never heard anything like his style. His style was different, but like I said, I got to think about the innovation that I was trying to do. Ross, yo, this nigga Shan made it good for this nigga. Nigga, let me show these niggas what the fuck I could do with this smooth-ass motherfucking lyrical, motherfucking mathematical knowledge shit and make you spin like a motherfucker. Yeah. Shan, shut the fuck up. I'm doing what the fuck I do. Had to respect <laughs> that shit. Straight up. And Ross. That's an ongoing joke with me and Rock to this day, till we die. Nigga, you know we used to laugh at your ass, right? Uh, you know what I'm saying? But that's yeah. between me and Ra. That's no disrespect. That's some shit that's between us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm willing to admit in public that, Shan, you should just shut the fuck up, nigga. Shut the fuck up. Say, <laughs> so let him do his thing. Because it's like, that Down By Law album, you had a little bit of everything on it. You had something for the ladies. You had the party joints. You know what I'm saying? You, you had the hard shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you even had the Project Ho. You know what I'm saying? Now, you're just making light of what I'm just trying to tell you. See, there was no box you could put MC Shannon in. See, you could put G-Rap in a box. That nigga's a hardcore motherfucking kill you rapper ass nigga. Yeah. You could put Kane in a box. That nigga must motherfucking that smooth ass smooth operator motherfucker. You could put Ra in a, you know what I'm saying? You knew what them niggas was coming with. But yeah. see me coming before them. I came in an era where every magazine, every fucking radio fucking station, every record company was dissing the fucking the, the 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 culture of hip hop like hip hop is gonna just be a phase it's gonna be a phase uh, it's not gonna last for a long time so i came up with all of this shit being beat in my head and so what did i do to fucking counteract what the fuck they say i'll make a record like play it again sham motherfucker where most of it is not sampled i played all the shit again i took motherfucking cab calloway shit it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing all right yeah, yeah. But people yeah. don't understand why i did what i did but it was because niggas was fucking with hip-hop. That shit ain't no music genre, nigga. So I took a lot of bullets for this culture of hip-hop to tell niggas, shut the fuck up. This is a music form. And I'll take your shit. I made, it ain't a hip-hop record. It's house. I made house music. And I didn't care that people wanted to stick me in this. Nigga, you can't stick me in this because you put me up against a hardcore-ass rapper like Chris, nigga, I'll hold my own. And any other nigga, I wrote all the diss records. Fuck y'all. I'll make a house record. I'll make a this kind of record, this kind of record, and I dare you to say I'm a whack-ass nigga because I'll still rip your fucking ass in 2022 going to 2023. Tell legs and, don't die, they multiply. <laughs> no, fucking... Oh, Nigga, legends don't die. We just fade away. Y'all fade away, man. Not not for the real ones. Not for the real ones. Because we still play that shit. All you right, know? but see, if it comes down to playing that shit and these young niggas respecting old school who made their shit, they want to say, what the fuck you got, nigga? I got a Rolex. I got a this. I got a that. Mm -hmm. That's why you taking some chick that's wearing $30 worth of clothes to get a $600 hairdo, dumbass motherfucker. Because now, that's not the chick that you want. You want a chick that you could put fucking $20,000 in her hand, right? She's going to take $10,000 and go acquire you a fucking piece of property for y'all that's worth 120 fucking thousand. She's going to go take the other 5000 right? She goes, well, she spent ten. She still got 10 left. She going to take this next 5000 get what the fuck y'all need for the house. Boom, boom, boom. And say, baby, I put motherfucking that other 5000 in the bank just for a rainy motherfucking day. 
that's the chick you want to fuck with. A motherfucker that's in the same mind frame as you. And when I say this shit, nigga be thinking I'm, I'm not trying to disrespect woman. I'm just trying to say, shorty, step your game up. Because when you mess with guys like me, your good looks don't mean shit. And a nigga that's spending $20 on you, he got five more chicks that he's spending $20 on. Why? Because he could do that. But you think you number one. That ain't it. Start raising your level of motherfucking consciousness and motherfucking be black queen that you are. And nigga, stop fucking playing like everything is a game, my nigga. It, it, it's just what it is. You no know doubt. what I'm saying? Yes, stop yeah. thinking that the old school niggas don't mean nothing, motherfucker. We put you where you are. That's you to sit here, and now I want to ask y'all all the same question. In our game, the rap game, you got the run DMCs, but them niggas is icons. That's why they got them millions. But count everybody else who came in the game after them. Flash, all them. Motherfuckers are still out here doing shows at yeah. 70. And well, I don't know what age it is, but still out here trying to in the fucking white rap, in the white genre of music, Billy Joe. Grateful Dead. They ain't got to do a motherfucking thing. And they got mansions and they, they feeding horses. Where we in hip-hop are still trying to feed our kids. Why? Because we sold the game back to them. How do we do that? And Cold Chillin' is guilty like a motherfucker because we were the first niggas to sell the game back to them as independents. So Cold Chillin' is guilty for all this shit that got going on, right? When we were independents, if you wanted to come out with a fucking record every motherfucking week if you wanted to, you could do that shit. But once you sign with a major, you had a slot. Prince comes out this week, motherfucking Madonna comes out this week, this is your motherfucking week to come out. And if your album ain't ready, fuck you. You gotta wait till the next motherfucking rotation. Now by the time the next rotation come and you done fucked up and your album wasn't ready, what happens is niggas ain't feeling you no more. Why? Because you signed to this contract. You can't be out here making mixtapes and all these little shits to make no money. Fuck you, nigga. We own your name, all that shit. Nigga, you gonna sit till we say motherfucking sit. So we sold the game back. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and it's been ugly. Let, let me ask you this, though. Give me your thoughts on Bismarcky. Now, what are you asking me when you say that? Give me your thoughts. Bismarcky is my motherfucking partner, my man, yeah. all that shit. You can't get me to say anything controversial about him. No, I love him until he took his last fucking breath. I was the motherfucker. You know what? When Biz went in the hospital, it was like a big fucking secret, right? Mm -hmm. And since Biz is my man, I went on the internet and told them motherfuckers, I said, if y'all niggas don't tell me what the fuck my man is when I find out motherfucker who hiding it, I'm gonna get your ass. Motherfucker, next thing you know, Jerome called me next day, yo shin, I know where busy. I got the nigga cause y'all know, nigga, don't play with me. It's more than just music with Roxanne Sean. I mean, we go through our shit like brothers and sisters. Sometimes mm -hmm. I don't like Shawnee cause she done said some shit but she don't like me, but we love each other. Sometimes yeah. I don't like motherfucking, well, Cool V is a diplomat. We always, you know what I'm saying? G-Rap motherfucking, I don't, you know, we, we have our things, you know what I'm saying? Everybody think I was dissing Kane because I called him the new nigga. No, that's what it was when you got in the juice crew, nigga. It's not my fault that you didn't take your motherfucking status when you got striped not to call Ace and them niggas new niggas. Well, fuck all that bullshit, nigga. That's on you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But we had arguments, fights, like every brother and sister, but you can't. I could talk about them, but you can't. Let's just put it that way. Because I always wonder, how come you and Biz never did a, a song together, or did y'all? It just never came out? We did. I, Biz's first thing, if you go back and listen on, go on YouTube and say, uh, Live at Roseland, MC Shan and Biz Markey, Live at Roseland. You, what you're going to be listening to, is history in the making. See, before that Live at Roseland show, Biz, we used to, Shantae was the biggest thing, so we would have five shows and five barrels in one night. When we would get there, 
Biz would be there before we even fucking got there, but we seen him at the last show. That no every show following that for all five. So now when we get to lot, you know, Roseland, Baby J, big big shout to Baby J, he motherfucking that was the night, yo, Biz, this your motherfucking chance, nigga. And so, alright, Biz wasn't scared, none of that. He was ready. Mm -hmm. And when he got on stage, he said, I want to, I want to, I like to introduce myself. My name is Abyss Marky. And that's MC Sam. And we're going to do a little something like this. All of his beats and my rhymes are clear. Biz Marky, the beatboxer's here. We always steered at a positive course. His beats, my rhymes come by me force. That was his that was his introduction to it. So if you go back and you listen to Live at Roseland, that mm -hmm. was Biz's motherfucking introduction into this shit because he put his work in. And see, with Juice Crew, you just couldn't be nice. You had to be willing to put your work in. You had to be willing to be called the new nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Can't you complain doing. afterwards, but a nigga would never come out and say, you fuck nigga, we come. But nigga, we'd have to fight. Cause Shan wasn't no pussy, but that's the shit, you know what I'm saying? But that's what you have to go through. So later on, you tell it, and it's like, yo, nigga, here's how it was. I ain't mad, cause nigga, you should have fucked with Ace and them niggas. <laughs> I, I think that's why, why lyrics have kind of dropped off, cause they, you know, the uh, lack of competition. You know, no, when it comes to competition nowadays, that means go get your gun. And go shoot that nigga because he says something about you. Which And here's the whole shit. The industry is doing this. We, when we grew up, we had a phrase. And I want you to finish that shit for me. So that, I could, that we can make it known to people that this shit ain't no bullshit. Sticks and stones. Okay, break, my, break your bones. But names will never hurt you. Thank you. That's how we grew up. Lady Ann, I see you. See, y'all see, me and him is connected because we came up of a certain age and our parents taught us certain shit. So a nigga talking some shit about you, nigga. Oh, talk about my mama gonna get your ass beat, but we ain't gonna kill each other. Right. You know, you can rank on me all day, talk about my fucked up shoes, all that shit. Soon as you say your mama, you better have been the bully on the block. What would have happened to their ass? Talk about your mama. Mm-hmm. It's going down. It's going All down. All right. But now yeah. what I just did was I proved that when you came up in a certain age that there were certain rules that you just followed. And we can fucking word for word follow each other with that. And that's the same shit. Because a yeah. nigga say something about you, fuck that, nigga. And when it comes to this rap music, nigga, if you got beat up this week, go get your pad, write a new rhyme, nigga, and come back. Okay, now if you get beat up again, don't worry about it. It's okay. Go back until you can beat that nigga. But we all gonna live, and I'm gonna tell you a perfect example of that shit. Me and KRS-One, I still talk shit about Chris to this fucking day. But it's not gonna be to the point where if I run into Chris in a fucking building, we gonna fight. We're going to laugh about all the fuck nigga shit that I said about him. Shan, I know you. Because, nigga, they know me. The rap game that's from my era know me. That this right. nigga just be just saying shit. Fuck him. When the nigga come in the building, he start talking that shit. Just act like you don't see him. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? That's just... And me and Chris, I mean, all the shit that we done been through, you know what I'm saying? We still alive to tell the story. You and know what I'm saying? Me, that was like one of the most pivotal times in hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Because when, when y'all was doing your thing, the back and forth, the radio stations going back and forth, that was beautiful for hip-hop. Now I'm going to tell you what it actually was for hip-hop. See, because you kind of got the grasp of it at that time. See, at that time, we did everything. You had the kid and play dancing ass niggas. You had yeah. the motherfucking salt and peppers. You had 
many a groups and it came to the thing like what's next what's next okay so what next was damn me and chris introduced them niggas to what the hip-hop culture really was okay were they looking for the next dancing act and all that shit because you know commercial them niggas don't know shit right they ain't no motherfucking thing right and so me and Chris introduced the world to what the fucking real hip-hop culture was. Because before me and Chris, it was tapes in the hood. It was tapes in your neighborhood, my neighborhood. But when me and Chris did that shit, that shit went worldwide because now we on records. Yeah. And so all the dancing shit then come to a fucking pinnacle. What, what more? Your body only can move in a certain... I'm an old nigga. My body can't move in too many different positions anyway. But you right. can all, how many dance moves can you make? The Harlem Shake, nigga, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So it comes to a pinnacle. And so all the dancing shit was over, and then here you come with these two motherfuckers. South Bronx, South, South Bronx, South Bronx, kill, kill that noise. Took yeah. hip-hop and fucking made it exciting again. And like I say, y'all motherfuckers will hear me say the worst shit about Chris. I'll get on Nori and fucking, you know what I'm saying? Because that's yeah. what the fuck it is. Your man Shizzle ain't going to change. And I'm not going to do not do that because I think y'all are going to not like me. I don't give a fuck if you don't like me. Fuck you, nigga. That's more shit I ain't got to deal with. So get the fuck out of here. You don't like me who I am, nigga. I ain't going to change to make you like me. Fuck you. Any nigga that you got to fucking sway to the dark side, nigga. Leave their they ass over there, because all that is is you taking time with your precious time to sway some fuck nigga that ain't going to stay here anyway. So bye, get the fuck out my face and move. <laughs> no doubt. Why, why didn't you get into the uh, production side of the game more? I did get into the production side of the game more. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to show you what the proceed. See, like I said, there's a lot of rappers, right? I'm going to show you where I'm sitting at right now. Okay. You see this right here? This is my RV. I've got an RV, which is a recreational vehicle. I'm outside my house. But if I showed you my shit, I got TVs on the wall, all that shit. I got a shower right here, but I'm outside my fucking house. And so I did do production, and that's what got me my money. Hip-hop ain't get me shit. Ooh. My production, now remember, I produce snow and farmer. You know, sit out of snow me, I'll go blame. I was like, boom, boom, down. Right? Now, I got refrigerators. I got stoves. I got microwaves. I'm going to show you what the shit look like from the outside. You don't see rap niggas doing this. If you didn't produce, man, turn on the light. If you didn't go into something else, and right now, that, that rap money is fucked up for me. So guess what? I'm building party buses. Y'all ain't seen me build that party bus. There's a party bus back there. I built that. And what I did when I built that, somebody hired me to build that school bus. Ooh. That's their school bus. And so I'm getting money to do what I do. So I don't switch the rap game into some shit that's real money. Because when you're in the rap game, what happens? Let me show you my motherfucking RV. You see that shit? Yes. That shit is on wheels, nigga. I drive that shit around. I take my kids on fucking vacations every fucking week in the summertime. Right? But right. fuck that. If you didn't take your anybody to set as an artist, but fuck rap music, because everybody will hear me say, fuck hip-hop. I don't fuck with that. I don't do shows. You can't pay me. You can't fuck with me to do a show. But if I went somewhere, I'm going to sing for your ass. I've been to many clubs in the past couple of weeks where mm -hmm. I done sat there and I done sang for the people that love me. I'll sing for y'all for free before I let a nigga make a dollar off me. Fuck <laughs> you promoters. You know what I'm saying? Because you see how I'm living. And behind oh. this motherfucker, I got a goddamn boat. It might not be big as Puffy's, but I got a fucking boat. And that's what taking and that's what's taking motherfucking me from being old wannabe MC Shan and nigga where I learned where the money is at, yo. Right. Where the money is at. Oh, you, you gotta produce. And now check this out in 2019. That yeah. informal shit, that was the biggest shit night. I was the fucking number. I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records two times for that record. 
See, motherfuckers talk about they platinum plaques, all that shit, nigga. Make it to the Guinness Book of fucking World Records. Then you could talk to me. Fuck your plaques. I got those too. All right? <laughs> but I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records for that one song in former, 2019. Daddy Yankee remade it. That shit did the same numbers and everything that the original Informer did, but it was in Spanish. And guess what? I'm good. Because I didn't just want to be an artist. See, that's where you fuck up. When you just want to be an artist. But nowadays, when I did that, it wasn't everybody had a computer, nigga. You really had to produce some fucking music. But nowadays... Everybody's a producer. I got a fucking computer right here in this fucking RV that I could put a mic in the bathroom and fucking record shit right here, right now. But back then, it wasn't like that. We had MIDI machines. It wasn't all this plug-in shit. You actually had to have the fucking actual machine that you had to touch, plug in, run MIDI in, MIDI out, through MIDI through, boop, boop, boop. This, uh, you really had to do this shit. And so at that time, Boom, you could get the money to Shannon's in 2022 fucking sitting in his RV doing a motherfucking interview with AC on. Hope it ain't fucking with y'all ears because it is kind of loud. Oh, All right. Good, good. Have you um but, have you always had that um that that type of insight? Like like even when you was an artist, you were still planning on making other no, moves? No. No. What happens is when people fuck you over, you reevaluate your situation. Mm-hmm. So, until a nigga fuck you over, you just gonna keep riding like you ride. But when a nigga fuck you over, then you gonna reevaluate the situation like, hmm, okay. Cause I could have been a Hollywood star, all that shit. Some of y'all can go back and look on the on on the internet and find out about Shan said he was supposed to be the first Fresh Prince before Will Smith. Y'all can go find that shit out. I ain't got time to keep telling y'all niggas that shit, but it hasn't been unproven yet. So y'all motherfuckers gotta listen when Shizzle say some shit, nigga. I ain't trying to get your motherfucking approval. Damn, I got these fucking rosés. A nigga bought me rosés yesterday for my birthday. And them shit just sitting here. Well, I can't go in the house and go get another one, so I guess I'm going to crack this bitch. There you go. Ain't nothing wrong. Hold on, hold on. Listen. I want to say I appreciate y'all for coming, checking in, and fucking with us because you could have been somewhere else, but instead you decided to come fuck with us over here. You know what I'm saying? We don't give a fuck that it's only us in here. The niggas that ain't in here, motherfucking, ain't the niggas that matter. You know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here, nigga. A likes fuck with each other and B likes be by your motherfucking self. Ain't that it? Real, real recognize real. Then that that's the one thing I, I've been following you and always you have stayed so consistent in what you stand for. And, and, and it's evident that it's always been, you know, that like it's really bigger than music. I love how you talk about your family and things like that when I'm when I be peeping out on IG. It's, it's like, he's a real nigga. Authentic you know individual. Yes. Authentic individual. We lose that word, real nigga. Authentic individual. <laughs> it means the same thing, but, but it sounds nigga. better. Look, but it sounds better. <laughs> you true to yourself, man. And, and to me, that's rare nowadays. Like, like a lot of these guys, they, they not true to themselves. They, they trying to be... Everything but them. And I'm going to tell you why. Because they look, see, where they want to act like I'm a boss, I'm a boss, I'm a boss. You ain't really a boss. Know why you ain't really a boss? Because you still looking for a nigga to come ask you to say, give you a check. You asking for a nigga to give you a check, which means that you still work for another nigga. And you can't do what you want to do. But I'm going to show you what a real boss is. Motherfucking niggas bring me money to build their buses and shit. I sleep till I wanna. My my little man Joe, if anybody been following my IG, my little partner Joe, my printer, he called me today and said, yo, what's up? We working today? Hell nah, nigga, fuck that. I just want to sit on my ass. It's the day after my birthday, nigga. I'm still recouping. <laughs> this is when you a real boss, nigga. 
And ain't nobody rushing me to finish that bus. I finish that shit on my own when I feel like it. And guess what? Why I say fuck the hip-hop shows? Because that's how they keep fucking feeding off us. They're, 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 they're fucking... Uh, what, I, I can't think of the word, but them niggas want us to say yes to the show, right? And they pay you 2500 and they make $100 million because they done filled the stadium with you and you haven't paid all you niggas because, nigga, you so fucking starving and broke. Nigga, I could pay you 2500 times three. Y'all three niggas is going to make me, oh, I ain't with that shit no more. I ain't got to ask no nigga for no show. Fuck you, nigga. That's what I'm saying. So as long as you trying to make these magazines motherfucker happy, ooh, this magazine needs to fuck with me. So I'm not going to say what I really feel. Nigga, I say what the fuck I want when the fuck I want to say it. Why? Because you don't fucking control my money. And guess what? Shan said, fuck hip-hop. And I'm saying it again. And I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay? Fuck you, I get my own money. And see, this is what I mean. When you a boss, nigga, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. When you want. So if you want a real rendition of a boss, nigga, you looking at it. Nigga, like I say, I take six days off and work one. And when I do that one day I work, I say, shit, that shit was equivalent to six days. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yo. But then, look, and like if you look on my IG timeline, you'll see the shit that I'm doing in this bus. One In the same video, you'll see wires just hanging that I throw on the floor. But after I throw them on the floor and it make the cut or the transition, you say, damn, this nigga done hooked up the motherfucker inverter, the wires, is all motherfucker, bye, bye, bye. Yeah, because I do shit when I want to. Motherfucker, <laughs> right now, after this interview... I just might fucking sit here, drink like two more whistles and say, yo, I got three amps to lay in that bitch. I got to put down three amps. That shit is some simple screw shit, nigga. That's three days work in 20 minutes. Fuck that. So I'm going to sit down for the next three days. See, that's some real bullshit, my nigga. A lot of y'all niggas can't talk that shit. You can't say Fuck hip-hop like I can say fuck hip-hop, nigga. You can't do that. Why? Because you want the magazines and the radio to play your shit. Nigga, I don't make records no more. Fuck you and the radio. There it is. So, so what does, Did I say that? What, what does Shan like to do for fun? Like, what, what's what's your release? Like, what what really do you really enjoy the most? Hmm? I'm answering your question. I'm dangling that shit in your face. <laughs> Why you think my name is Shizzle with a whistle? Now, see, I'm going to show you another rendition of a ball. See, motherfuckers tell me I drink too much. I don't drink too much. I drink when I want to. See, what makes you mad is that you say I drink too much because you can't go to your job and sit at your motherfucking desk with your whistle and boo. And so when you at 10 o'clock or 12 o'clock, motherfucker, I might have went through three of these motherfuckers. Why? Because I run my own shit and I enjoy what the fuck I do. And when I'm doing this bus shit, that shit ain't work for me. That's shit that I enjoy. So when the shit that you do to make money is enjoyable, it's not work. Okay? It's not work. And like I said, motherfucker, your rendition of boss is fucked up. When you could sit whistles all day, y'all nigga see me on the fucking thing 9 o'clock in the morning. This nigga done already looking like his eyes is all fucking twisted the fuck up, nigga. What the fuck? How many you had already? That's that boss shit, my nigga. And I, and see I don't you fucking... And I don't fucking plan to fall down. Oh, you need something to fall, fall back on what, nigga? Fuck you. When you want to fall back, nigga, that means you looking for failure. Fuck you. You fall back, nigga. If I fall back, I'm going to get a big bump on my head. Why? Because I don't got a plan B, bitch. Plan B is for fucking pussy niggas. Fuck you, nigga. I got a plan A, and that shit going to work. There it is. And I see you be going hard on that grill out there. This summer I took it off, took a little grill off because I, I got I got work to do, so I can't be on the grill all the time, right? So I be uh -huh. like going in the house telling my daughter, baby girl, what the fuck we gonna eat? You know, if I order it, you gonna go get it, right? <laughs> Cause you know, last year 
I had that segment that I always do of Shan can cook, so can you. Because I'll cook outside. I'll cook wherever the fuck, nigga. We could be in the middle of the woods, nigga. I'll make you a motherfucking gourmet-ass meal like we were sitting in a restaurant. Don't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, now, is that something you've always done? Like, even just, just as a child, you just always was in the kitchen? Do you see how skinny I am? How you have the nerve to ask that fucking question? I cook so my kids can eat. It's okay. not for me. I might cook a three-course meal and only have a fucking piece of meat out that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't eat like that. That's why my stomach is still flat. I don't eat eggs in the morning. Breakfast was never my thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm a skinny nigga, but I like to cook for my kids to eat. I'm right. a single dad. Ain't no motherfucking baby mama here. I'm responsible for, for this shit. I got a three-year-old, a four-year-old, a 12-year-old, a 27-year-old. But when the three- and four-year-old niggas ain't here, the fucking 12 and 27, y'all on your motherfucking own. I taught y'all niggas how to cook. <laughs> Daddy ain't cooking shit. But if you don't feel like cooking, you go ahead, order that shit. You going to pick it up, 27-year-old. You just always enjoy cooking for other people, pretty much. Yes. Yeah, probably so. You know what I'm saying? I guess so. Yeah. I got ev I, I got more grills than the law allows. <laughs> Look, I ain't gonna say that. I got more grills than the law allows a skinny nigga to have. <laughs> I got grills on my front porch. I got grills on my back porch. I got grills down in the front. When you go down the step from my motherfucking front porch, it's a grill sitting down there. It's a grill sitting on the side of that motherfucker. I got grills sitting underneath the storage space in the RV in the garage. Man, shit. And when I had the car wash open, y'all ain't see I'm motherfucking cooking my fucking staff fucking lunch. Every day we was having New York strips. <laughs> you might as well go ahead and come out with the Shan Custom Grills. <laughs> nah, I don't cook like that, nigga. I'm going to show you custom buses and custom RV bills. Oh, yeah, like I said, the custom RV bill, anything you see in here, Shizzle did himself. The cabinets, I rebuilt them, and I've got a show. It's called the Bob Vila Hip Hop. My daughter did the table, right? You see, it's nothing but penny, right? Mm -hmm. right. She does the resin, and so it's a family business. And uh, so when you saw, and, and my bus that I built, the party bus out here, I gave it to my daughter. Because sometimes when you locked in in your dream and you just locked, right? Sometimes right. you got to expand it. Because my dream told me, Shane, you're going to make party buses. You're going to rent party buses to people. And then it was like, damn, the party bus shit ain't, ain't, that ain't what you do. You ain't got time. You like to build shit. So guess what? Fuck owning a party bus company. That bus that you built is the prototype for you selling your motherfucking dream to building other people's buses. Boom. Ah. So sometimes you have to expand your dream. Don't just look at it the way you see it. Start looking at all the other options because I don't want to run a fucking party bus. Fuck that. <laughs> I'd rather build them because that's my forte. I like doing shit with my hands. And so expand on your dream. I don't fucking want to own a party bus. I gave that shit to my daughter, 27-year-old. We'll just call her the 27-year-old, all right? That's her bus company now. What Shizzle does is, like, you see that big yellow bus? I'll build your bus for you at whatever budget you got. You do know what I'm saying? And it's going to come out supreme. Mm. See, that's the real game, man. You, you giving it up, man. Mm -mm. And I hope a lot of these younger folks just really pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I think they get so caught up in the fantasy that they don't really understand the reality. Yeah, well, let them come on Shizzle's page. They're going to get a fucking dose of reality every fucking day. <laughs> no, I'm not dying. I'm just getting over a cold. Yeah. <laughs> My sons be making me sick all the time. They go to the fucking daycare. I tell they, ma they mama, we don't know. I'm home all day. You don't got to send them to the fucking daycare. Them niggas go to daycare. Them niggas got more sicknesses from the fucking daycare. Like, goddamn. And they uh, pass that shit to me. 
but I don't take medicine. All I do is drink whistles and water. So this is a whistle and this is a whistle. So it depends on which whistle I'm drinking. So right now, this whistle is gone, so I done switched up. Shizzle with the whistle, my nizzle. <laughs> but my shit got to be flavored. I can't drink plain water. I hate really? plain water. Why is that? Just, you've always been like that? No, because it just makes me think, nigga, that's fucking Kool-Aid without no sugar. You know, just a little less sugar. You know, when we was growing up, nigga, and mama ain't want to make that shit sweet, nigga. You had to still take that little bit, little bit of sweet taste. You know what I'm saying? Shit. It's like, hey, got that little bit, bit of sweet motherfucking nigga. It might be Kool-Aid and it might not, but it ain't no plain water. <laughs> so, do, do, do you listen to any hip-hop or anything? Like, like, what do you listen to? Know what I listen to? I listen to the shit that my kids fucking listen to on YouTube. You make me a, you make me a believer. You know what I'm saying? I hope you die in a fire. Down, 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 down. You know what I'm saying? I listen to that shit. I don't listen to no music. What the fuck am I listening to? All right? So see now, us. We like listening to Chopin and Beethoven and shit like that. Well, what they're playing on the radio and shit nowadays is Frere Jaca. No problem to me. If Frere Jaca and a nursery rhyme and a who is your thing, do your thing. I'm not judging you. Do your motherfucking thing. But that just lets me know that I can't talk to you intellectually. You do your thing. Because me and this nigga right here, we like motherfucking Frederick Chopin, motherfucker, and, and, and Beethoven. Some shit that make your mind tantalated, nigga. If that shit don't tantalate my motherfucking mind, nigga. I don't even talk to motherfuckers who conversation ain't on the level as me. You know what I'm saying? We might be sitting here, and this is a true story. Just happened the other day. And I fuck with my man all day, but by talking to him, I understand everything you telling me I'm sitting here showing. Nigga, I did that already. Oh, we should take this. We should. What you mean, we? Nigga, I did this shit already. What you mean, we? Let me show you. I did all that shit you talking about. All right? Some niggas you can't talk to because you got to catch them up. You 50 feet in front of him. Yeah. So if you got to go back and talk to a nigga to catch them up to you, leave them alone. They ain't where you at. That's a waste of your fucking time. But I love you, my nigga, but I just know, nigga, I can't do business with you. The motherfucker talk about we got... No, nigga, I'm selling you this, this here. He trying to tell me why we should do all this other shit, nigga. That's why you not the boss. Shut the fuck up. This is what I'm selling you, motherfucker, and that's it. And if you want to complain afterwards, fuck you, because I told you this is what the fuck it is. But I'm going to try and do this, and I'm, nigga, you're wasting your motherfucking time. Because in the bottom line is what's in the contract is this. Now you want to appease this because a nigga complain, nigga, refer back to the motherfucking shit. You get what you pay for. Now, if you want to go to extra premium shit, you're going to get all that shit you complaining about in your basic package, motherfucker, because you didn't pay premium. Now you pay premium, you get all that shit. Because I got that with the car wash. I told niggas, I say, I'll give you an inside and an out. Outside, $15. Inside, $25. Y'all know that's fucking miraculous. And we doing it by hand? These motherfuckers wanted me to get in their cup holders with a toothbrush, bitch. That's the $80 motherfucking just to do the rug. And if I get a toothbrush and put it in your shit, that's the motherfucking bring your shit to $150. Can you afford that? So shut the fuck up and take this little $25 wash. Why you coming to me complaining about the other niggas did so fucked up, but now that you done fucked up with me? Oh, yeah. <coughs> Hold on. Now you're going back to the fucked up nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. giving you quality service. See, but that's what happened when you fuck with your own folks. Uh, nigga, yeah. They want yeah. they want to get a white man all his money right now. I want to tell you, I'm going to pay you in installments. Fuck you, nigga. You're going to pay me like you pay the white man. Get the fuck out of here, my nigga. Yeah, they want to give it to him. Yeah, and they want to give it to him with a smile on their face, too. <laughs> Nigga, please, fuck out of here. You're going to pay me like whatever. <laughs> All right, let, let me ask you this. What advice 
would you have for these young kids coming fresh out of high school? Like, like, what life advice would you have for them? Motherfucker, find out what the fuck you do and do good at it. If you fucking draw good, motherfucker, be an animator. What well, take whatever skill you have, because I'm gonna tell y'all something. I'll know niggas gonna hate me for this. College doesn't teach you shit. Most of these entrepreneurs out here that are millionaires and go check the statistics, they never finished fucking high school. All right? What college does is give you a fucking tab, right? You owe these niggas $100,000 right before you, you ain't even finished school. You got a $100,000 tab. Now you get a job and they taking that shit. College teaches you how to be part of the working world. College teaches you how to be a sucker that motherfucking work for the niggas that fucking fail high school three times in a row. Here I am, sitting in your face, a nigga that was in ninth grade for three motherfucking years. You would expect that I'd be a fucked up ass asshole, right? Not. I'm good. I know how to run business. I got a couple of businesses and shit. Right. Don't have no business motherfucking managing skills, all that shit. All I know is that motherfucking the same thing that apply to your hustle game while you in the street, my nigga, is the same game that applies to this business shit. You buy low and sell high. And if you ain't got to use your own money and you can get a loan from another nigga to motherfucking fill your pocket, that's where the fuck it is. But first, how do you do that? Don't fuck your fucking credit up, all right? Because in order for you to get a nice business loan, this is where I'm at right now. In order for you to get a nice business loan, your fucking personal credit has to be nice. Although your business shit don't fuck with your personal, right? You mm -hmm. still have to be a nigga to show that this your business, this nigga pay. My credit is at 789. I'm waiting for the shit to get 790. I'm trying to reach 800, for real, for real. All right? So now with a credit score like I have, I could also go... Like I say, I want to build RVs. Look, I want a credit card from my motherfucking bank. I want y'all niggas to give me a $25,000 credit card on my business. Y'all niggas see what kind of money I got floating in my business account. Boom. What would I do with that 25000 I won't go buy a fucking chain. I won't go buy a watch. I won't buy a new fancy fucking car. What will Shizzle do since he builds these RVs and buses? Buses I get at 10000 a whop. I got 25000 to fuck with, right? I'd go buy a bus at 10000 I know how to build them now for 3000 maybe four. So that's 14000 right? Mm -hmm. Bang. I paid them niggas back, but I still got extra money left over on that credit card. I build that bus and I sell it for twenty five. I'm coming up with a little bit of money. You dig what I'm saying? Now I pay them niggas off and I just go do it again and go do it again. And go do it again. Why? Because I don't need a fucking golden watch and shit. Nigga, my phone got the time on the bitch. And when you a nigga that live like me, you don't give a fuck what day it is, what time it is, who give a fuck. So, fuck all that being in the rap game. That shit ain't gonna sustain you, my nigga. That shit might get you some money right now. It might even get you killed. Because these niggas want you to talk about the most ratchetest shit and act like you that nigga with all your gold chains and all that shit on. But then when you get killed, they got an insurance policy on your little motherfucking monkey ass that your mama and them don't get no money on. They done insured you for $30 million. And guess what? When your mama can't bury your motherfucking ass because you ain't giving her none of that cheddar and you ain't setting your shit up right, nigga, you just going to be a pot of feel ass motherfucker. Mm, that's the gospel right there. Cause, cause, cause the way these uh, way these guys is dying off is just absolutely ridiculous. I never seen nothing like it. Now, what you're saying and what we're both saying is this: all of these media outlets, what do they get their fucking jollies on? Where do they get their clicks on? What they get their clicks on is oh, this rapper shot that rapper. This motherfucking black nigga done fucking committed a crime against this black motherfucker. Now, if we don't look at the shit that we're doing that's bullshit is getting another nigga money, black people kill for free. White people kill for the insurance policy. Mm -hmm. All right? So if motherfucking the husband came up missing and the wife did it, it was for some money. 
She ain't just kill that motherfucker just because. It was about some fucking money. Niggas is the only niggas I know to kill you for free. You know what I'm saying? Clout don't get you no motherfucking money, nigga. And if you're going to brag about that shit, that's going to get you 30 years to life, nigga. So you actually doing the shit just to be quiet. You the only nigga that's going to know you ever did it. But more than likely, you're going to tell on yourself and somebody's going to say, look, y'all got 20000 on that nigga head, right? Look, I got some information for you, Mr. Officer. Damn. That Damn. might be me. Look, that might be me, and I'm going to move out of motherfucking child. Fuck all y'all, nigga. <laughs> I've been looking for a way to get out this bitch. I didn't snitch. I done told them niggas where they could find him. That's what's up. Man, I want to thank you for your time. This has been, this been enlightening. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's been a real learning experience, but most importantly, it's been a personal honor for me to speak with you, brother. Look, it's my motherfucking honor because this nigga's like you that made me who the fuck I am. And that's what else these little young niggas lost, right? And you DJs, I'm talking to all you DJs out here. If you let these little fuck niggas tell you it's going to cost you 10000 to get a drop for them. Nigga, you a pussy ass nigga because they don't understand that the DJ is who make us. Okay? And so if you let a little fuck nigga that think he popping now, and you keep playing his record after he said, give me 10,000. Nigga, ain't nobody gonna know you ain't playing that fuck nigga record on your set. Nigga, motherfucker niggas ain't watching that shit. Stop playing that nigga shit, man. Y'all niggas be running behind niggas and doing fuck nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. You just dissing yourself, nigga. So stop making these niggas who the fuck they is. All these people that love these motherfuckers, if they don't give you an autograph or fucking take a picture with you, stop fucking with them from that moment on. Because they really don't give a fuck about you. And all you are is a dollar value to them. Thank you very much. But I'm getting my own money, so fuck that. But you can, excuse me, go in my profile and look, I've got shizzle shirts you just click the profile and fucking holler at your nigga. Look at it like a donation, because all I'm going to do is buy some more fucking power tools with that shit. I'm not looking to get rich off you buying a fucking t-shirt from me. I'm looking to motherfucking make a new project so I can fucking show another little young individual that's lost, like my man Joe, how to motherfucking fish. Instead of giving him a fish, I want to show him how to fish. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So he's yes. going to eat forever. So the t-shirt shit, all that shit is nigga gonna go on the motherfucking Harbor Freight. And I'm a motherfucking buy a power tool I've been dreaming of, my nigga. I ain't trying to motherfucking eat off that money. I'm trying to motherfucking show all the niggas how to eat forever. So go buy a fucking t-shirt from Shiloh on my profile, all right? Because it's only gonna buy fucking power tools so I can teach these youth how to do what the fuck is do to make them they shit. There it Thank is. You. you heard it right here live. On Conversations, I'm Al Mecca, MC Shan. We thank you all for joining in. And once again, my brother, it's been an honor. Happy birthday. If you say that shit you. one more time, I'm going to fucking cuss your ass out. You Nigga, we boys, we friends. <laughs> Fuck all that shit. Fuck all that status, all the shit. Nigga, like I said, motherfucker, the honor is all mine. Nigga, you made me who the fuck I am. Nigga, so I'm going to turn that shit on you and give you your flowers. Fuck all that shit you talking. Nigga, you made me who I am. Because without you, who the fuck would I be? Think about it. You Man. and everybody on here to say, oh, Shan, we love you. We love you. Who the fuck would I be without you? So let me give you your flowers, my brother. Fuck all that nigga. All right, love nigga, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I talk to you like a nigga I knew for 30 years. Nigga, don't pay it no mind. That's what it is. You, you, you know, great minds think alike, and you know me without knowing me. Now we know each other, and don't be there fucking you go. Oh, fucking there you go. Yeah. Go ahead, do your thing. I love y'all. All y'all that's on here, I see you, Tower Beats and shit. I see you, Tower. But all of y'all that checked in with us, we appreciate y'all because without y'all, we wouldn't be doing what the fuck we do. And I always got to give respect and love to those that motherfucking appreciate us because if you leave them fucked up, my nigga, you ain't got nobody. You got to fuck with the niggas that fuck with you. Because if you don't, you're a fuck, nigga. That's all I'm saying. All right?
Now go ahead and finish getting your drink on. Hold on, I gotta on. say this. Pretty dimples, I give you heart back, okay? Pretty dimples. I know you couldn't fuck with me because them niggas had you all fucked up and locked up, but I know I gave you some shit to look back at. Catch up on your shizzle shit, pretty dimples. <laughs> all right? See, I fuck with my folks on IG like that. I might not know them personally, right. but between, you know, contact between folks and shit, I get to know people. I'm not like these other artists that you see, right? Like right. you, you, you give them a thing and all they do, they, they're going to go to the nigga that's another superstar like them. Now, I fuck with everybody. I try and like everybody's shit. And if I didn't, that mean I was drunk and fuck your post. I'll see the next one. <laughs> all right. So y'all be all right. Now, I'll see y'all. I'm getting ready to go find my weed. I think I left that shit in the house. I got yeah. the blunt, but I ain't got the motherfucking weed out here. Shit. <laughs> I guess I'm going in the house. So I'll see y'all later. Appreciate you, Al Mecca, for having me on your joint. I love all y'all. Appreciate y'all. Keep checking in with me. If you ain't following me, well, I don't like to say follow. If you ain't fucking with me, fuck with me. Your man fucking MC Sham with a number one. I got some shit to say every goddamn day. Whether you like it or not, who give a fuck? It's my page. Fuck you. Go somewhere else. All right, there it is. All right, have a good night, my brother. Definitely. I'll talk to you. Appreciate you, Al. All right, be out. Out.